In 2018, the Wealth Standard Podcast broke down the year into three seasons, each focusing on a principle from the inspired works of philosopher John Locke, specifically his philosophy on life, liberty, and property. In 2019, we progressed from principle to the ideal environment for building wealth and achieving prosperity. The theme was laissez-faire capitalism. For season two, it continues. The theme is entrepreneurship and intrapreneurship and how you apply the principles and environment to the individual. The guests ranging from economists to entrepreneurs to political influencers, authors, and more will teach you how to take your life to the next level. Now, on to the next episode. The matrix is a system, Neo. That system is our enemy. But when you're inside, you look around, what do you see? Businessmen, teachers, lawyers, carpenters, the very minds of the people we are trying to save. But until we do, these people are still a part of that system and that makes them our enemy. You have to understand, most of these people are not ready to be unplugged and many of them are so inert, so hopelessly dependent on the system that they will fight to protect it. Unfortunately, no one can be told what the matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. The matrix is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. The matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being into this. I've always loved the parallel of our experience of life to the movie The Matrix. As you and I begin a new season together, our focus is on a topic that is individual in nature. You're going to question your assumptions about your life, your career, your finances, and your investments. But if you've listened to the previous four seasons, I believe you're ready. You know, it's funny, I used a Matrix quote in the book that I released last year. And one of the editors actually made a note in their copy, not understanding the reference associated with the red pill and the blue pill. And that brings me to my next point. If you haven't seen The Matrix, go see The Matrix. (laughs) Because it's it's a pretty cool movie and definitely applicable to what we're going to cover this season. Our system of education from elementary school to middle school to college specifically, and how that creates this system of expectations when it comes to what we're supposed to do after that, which is go to grad school or get a job and pursue a career. But that career with its benefits, the desire to stop working and contributing one day, hoping that the financial markets and the 401k, our 401ks, retirement plans, will make us millions and be our retirement savior is the system that we are experiencing daily. But is that what you really want? Is that system giving you the fulfillment and joy and excitement that is possible? You know, the Wall Street Journal a few weeks ago, they had a piece about those who retire before the age of 62. I think it's just as applicable to those that retire after 62 or 65. But it made reference to the decline in longevity, dying sooner than expected. 
really having to do with the symptoms associated with unplugging from the opportunity to contribute, to provide value to others. Hopefully you guys have gathered over the last year and a half, and for those of you who have read the book, I truly believe that whatever suppresses the human spirit to continually grow and expand through experience is one of the greatest thefts in history. On the other side of this system, that wall that prevents us from seeing what's possible is literally infinite possibilities. To give our life constantly renewing sense of purpose from what we discover about ourselves and what we individually can bring in value to others, how that makes us feel, the financial remuneration that it gives us. That, from what I've experienced and read, is what makes us feel alive. So this season, we are shifting from the ideal environment of growth, which is capitalism. So it's the ideal environment of growth and expansion to what the individual can do in that environment. The theme specifically is the entrepreneur. And I would also say the theme is going to be the intrapreneur. So let me talk about the difference between the two. The history of the entrepreneur is pretty fascinating, but this is the definition that I liked most. It was the capacity and willingness to develop, organize, and manage a venture with taking risks in order to be successful and turn a profit. There was another term that when the idea of an entrepreneur or the word entrepreneur was used, it also referred to an adventurer. Now, I did a, an episode a few months ago about the principle of uncertainty. You know, uncertainty is one of those human needs that we all crave. It's the feeling of being alive, whether that's riding a roller coaster or going to a movie or traveling to a foreign land. It's something we all crave. That adventurer spirit is within all human beings. And I believe understanding for yourself what that is, because there's different degrees of it and it applies differently to different individuals. But understanding that sense of adventure and experience is part of what gives life its meaning. So there is an economist, his name is John Baptiste Say. He's famous for Say's Law when it comes to understanding supply-side economics and demand-side economics or demand-driven economics. But he identifies entrepreneurs as the driver for economic development, emphasizing their role as one of the collecting factors of production where they're able to allocate resources from less to fields that are more productive. You know, I find entrepreneurship fascinating because if you think about it, you know, what we experience in life on a daily basis, I think we often take for granted. Hundreds of years ago, what exists today was merely a possibility. It was dirt. It was natural resources. And look at what we've taken as humans, as humanity, and made into just whether it's television or video or lighting or you know, the internet, just step back and put yourself in the position of a time traveler and travel from 500 years ago to today. It's unbelievable to think about. But it all started with a human being and then another human being and then another human being, being able to take our potential and apply that to the resources of life that we all have access to. Now, what does that have to do with you? The TV's been invented, the camera's been invented, the internet's been invented. How does that apply to you? It's not so much the actual application of entrepreneurial principles or the idea of entrepreneurship, 
but it's adopting the mindset of solving problems, of making things better, of making things more efficient by looking at something and figuring out a way to make it better, to create more value. And I believe this comes differently based on the individual. And this is where I kind of dive into intrapreneurship. I know a lot of you listening or watching, or this is being videoed as well, so check out the YouTube channel if you want to see it. I'm, I'm in my little library. I'll save my office story for another day, but we had a killer deal in our office a few years ago, and so there's some interesting spaces here. This is one of them. This is my little library that's up in a, kind of a loft section of our office. But I'm up here, you know, just filming because I felt with all the books that are here and when I, where I wrote the majority of the book or at least thought about it, this place is special for me. Because I came up with ideas that weren't necessarily there previously. And that's where, you know, looking at entrepreneurship and intrapreneurship, this is where you fit in. You fit in because you have individual strengths. You have individual talents and abilities that you've been gifted with. It's different for all individuals. You've had experiences up to this point that have given you an idea of what life is about. I think most of you who are listening are driven and you've discovered things that you're good at based on how you feel, based on receiving some sort of reward or achievement, or based on what others have said about you. I believe that that right there is one of those seeds of opportunity to be nurtured. And with that nurturing comes incredible opportunities for your life, but also for the level of satisfaction and the level of wealth that you achieve. And so this season, we're going to get into a lot of topics that have to do with the changing environment, not from a capitalism standpoint, but the change in that system that Morpheus in the Matrix refers to. The system of education is changing rapidly. The system of business is changing rapidly. One of the guests I'm going to have on is going to talk to you about the majority of companies in 10 years will have a majority of their workforce, 70% or more, as either working remote or as contractors or freelancers. Pretty bold claims. But in my experience, what I'm seeing out there is pretty incredible. And I'm actually, during this season, I'm going to release an ebook that I've been working on for a while that is speaking to this future of work, the gig economy, and all of the jobs that exist, the employment opportunities that exist, are either contract, freelance, or remote. And what that allows is unprecedented. What that allows is for you to discover what are the details and job requirements of those specific opportunities and what can I do, what can you do today to invest in yourself to obtain the certifications, obtain the experience, obtain the attributes in order to have one of those positions. Because what that allows you to do is work 15, 20, 25 hours a week, maybe less, okay, and do it on your own terms and mix in the lifestyle that you enjoy. It's not the typical way in which people think about their future. Right now, it's the sacrifice of now for a better future. It's putting money away into a 401k or an IRA or, or the market's in hopes that one day there'll be enough where you don't have to work. I'm going to break it to you that working is a part of life, but working in something that you don't like doing and that you want to escape from because of, you know, through retirement, that's your choice. 
Your choice is to do something you don't like. And you're doing it by sacrificing enjoyment, achievement, pleasure, happiness for money. Right now, because of where we're going as a society, I believe that you can take very little money over the course of the next four months and you can learn more about yourself, learn more about what you're good at. We're going to have some guests on here that represent some of the personality tests that are out there. Myers-Briggs, Colby, DISC, Finders, so that you can start to discover where do you feel the most alive? Where do you receive the most fulfillment? What are the strengths that you have that you may not be aware of? And then how do you apply that to specific job opportunities, employment opportunities, whether it's within the company you currently work for or outside of it or on your own? I'm not saying that entrepreneurship is for everyone. It's not. It has been an incredible journey from a positive standpoint, but I've equally experienced the other side of the spectrum where I had self-doubt, where I had relationship issues, where I had financial failures. And believe me, it is something that I, I know is not possible for everyone. It almost was impossible for me. And I'm still experiencing it. Sometimes people can't work for someone else. That's where I categorize myself. I look at what's right for you, and that's a question you have to ask yourself. And you may have to ask it more than once. The idea of an entrepreneur is thrown out. There's entrepreneurship classes in school. There's entrepreneur thrown through social media. And I think the definition of entrepreneur definitely needs to be questioned. But I believe that there are opportunities to be entrepreneurial, to take risks, and to buck the status quo, to question authority, to question assumptions, to question the system. I believe that's your responsibility. It's my responsibility. That's why the world exists the way that it does is because someone questioned why. Why does it have to be that way? Why do we have to communicate through just phone? Why can't we communicate better? Henry Ford said that if he were to ask people what they want, it would be a faster horse. But an entrepreneur, Henry Ford or whomever, the Wright brothers, they looked at what would make life easier and they came up with ideas to make life easier. That's where Say's Law comes from. I believe that there's an entrepreneurial spirit in all of us. And I believe that there are ways in which we can grow and expand and achieve a better future for ourselves first, and then our family and our community and those we serve, those who we provide value to. So I hope you guys are ready. Guests this season are around this topic. We have those that are very reputable economists. We have authors like I said, representatives from these different personality tests. We have a family of some of the most famed economists that are out there and the impact that their fathers specifically had made on them and have allowed them to see the world from a different standpoint. You know, we are facing a lot of turmoil in society right now. There's so much communication out there. Sometimes it's hard to know what to believe. I look at, you know, issues, whether it's in Venezuela, issues that are, you know, in China or in Russia And I also look at issues that in the United States, where you have these political influences that are very compelling. They speak well. They're good marketers. Their narrative is compelling. At the same time, I believe that politicians will always be politicians. There's always an agenda behind the scenes. Understanding principles, understanding what life is about is going to allow you to ask better questions. It's going to allow you to support those people that align with your values But in the end, what I've discovered in meeting with thousands of people and doing business with thousands of people, interacting with authors, reading hundreds of books, is most humans, if not all, 
have something very similar in common. Okay, they want a feeling. They want a feeling of achievement, happiness, of satisfaction. That does not come from a job with benefits. It does not come from a 401k or putting money in the stock market. It does not come from retiring. I believe that it comes from you discovering what you're about, what your strengths are, your abilities are, and then taking that and applying it in a way that allows you to live a lifestyle that you love. So this is Patrick Donahoe, and I'm signing off for our introductory episode for the second season of 2019. It's going to be an awesome ride. I'm excited to have some of these interviews. I've already had a few, and I think you guys are going to love them. I'm also going to try to be more interactive this season. So check out the YouTube channel. I'm trying to do video for most of the interviews and also on social media. Make sure you're sharing this stuff if you like what you hear. We want to get the word out. Make sure you haven't already read the book that I released last year. If you go to Heads I Win, Tales You Lose, you can get a free couple of chapters. And I can't wait for you to experience that book. I think a lot of the principles I'm going to be talking about in this season, what I've been talked about last season with the theme of capitalism, the seasons in 2018, life, liberty, and property. You know, these are things I'm passionate about, and I want to hear from you. I want to make sure that you're understanding the material and that you're getting something from it. And so, uh, so make sure you start interacting. Make sure you're giving me feedback through the different channels. Can't wait to experience your journey just as much as I can't wait to experience mine. Okay, everyone, thank you for listening. And we will be back with uh, episode two. Thank you for listening to the Wealth Standard Podcast. Be sure to visit the show's official website, thewealthstandard.com, for appropriate disclaimers and terms of service. Guest opinions are their own. If you require specific investing, financial, legal, tax, or any other specialized advice, please consult an appropriate professional. We welcome and appreciate reviews of the show. Head on over to iTunes or Stitcher to leave your review. And don't forget to subscribe to the show to get access to every new episode and exclusive interviews this season. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Oh,